Welcome back to Rural Queensland today, Monday morning, the 16th of January. Robbie Catter is our guest this morning. Damien Morgan, not far away, as well as unpacking this health crisis. Unbelievable story out of Quilpy. I got text uh, over the weekend. I'm going to share that with you as well. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it, it is something that, and, and we do need to have an alternative, and yourself and David Christopher and, and the LMP need to make sure that people in the metropolitan areas just know that they can rely and they can trust and that you guys are going to make a difference. I'm going to read you an article, and I read it firstly in The Country Life um, and by by Sean Godwin, who obviously, and, it, and it's making headways, but it's the real concern. A motion has been passed by the North Sydney Council, um, which would ban the use of leather and fur in all areas on its property. Now, this motion uh, was put forward by 20-year-old councillor Georgie Lamb, who was a member of the Sustainable Australia Party, um, mm. at banning leather products on the council grounds. She called them controversial and outdated. So the council carried a slightly amended motion, but one of them also says that now they cannot wear RM Williams boots because of their of leather make. So we are now getting the virtue, the virtue signalling move to make a stand against people wearing RM Williams boots. We have gone yeah. so far down one way, it's almost scary. And North Sydney City Council, I, I'm disgusted. I cannot believe my parents, my mother lives very close to that council and yeah. I cannot believe that they are trying and have passed a motion that would ban leather goods, meaning that anybody wearing an RM Williams boot or – I mean, seriously – it's um yeah maybe I mean it's one thing uh, you know in the days gone past I laugh at this sort of stuff and just laugh at how ridiculous it is but we need to we need to try and get inside the heads of these people or at least know where they're coming from because it's it is so serious now the implications of this this dangerous bloody thought process that um is being applied and you know it's not all on government it's you know general public um there's a lot of stuff coming out of schools and universities and and that sort of thing that doesn't fall directly under the control of the government but. All the same, politicians need to stand up. It's not enough for us to just sit in their corner and, uh, you know, I don't say that because the party won't like and we're still trying to win seats in, in the major urban areas. Uh, we've got to be a bit fearless as politicians. I mean, it's easy for me, um, coming from a Western area, to say what I want, but a lot more politicians out there just got to stand up to this stuff and, and be really vocal about it. And because um, and there's a lot of people out there that re- realise that it's just rubbish. And it's a nonsense. And even a lot of people in North Sydney would be saying, well, this is just nonsense. But uh, not enough of us are standing up to all this craziness that's coming out. Um, I, I can't. I couldn't turn on the TV or holidays without you sit here and something about, oh, let's, you know, do some plant-based vegan foods during our cook show. Or I mean, oh. coming from all angles. And, um, and there's a lot of us that are just sick to death of it. And, um, and But they want, some, they want some lightning rods out there and politicians to say, and you know what? This is all BS. And uh, it's okay if you if you think this is stupid, just like me. And um, so we can all rally together a bit because um, you know there's uh, just too many of us. Um, well, I'd, I'd like to think I'm not, but there's too many politicians being quiet on this front. And um, and we've got to really start um, calling it out, being aggressive towards it because it's not getting us anywhere. And these sort of people don't compromise; they will just keep going and going and going. Um, they'll find another fight, um, another platform to fight on. If they ban leather and ban meat, there'll just be another platform next week. There's no compromise with these people. And, um, 
and uh, it needs a resting uh, for the good of everyone. The worker shortage is a massive thing. Well said. The worker shortage is a massive thing for everybody. You're hearing it constantly. I'm hearing it. I've had phone calls, countless phone calls about it. Uh, I mean, the, the Prime Minister's come out and said something like, oh, well, we're going to get 8,000 PNG workers, and he's been over there obviously very clear to do that. But I don't know if that's the answer. I really don't. I mean, we need to make it more accessible to try and get people to be coming uh, within, don't we, to try and work in the bush and make it more accessible. It's too easy and, you know, too easy to try and get to a position where people are like, well, you know what, we're better off getting um, welfare or, you know, family tax A or whatever to try and remain uh, not working. Let's get Australians back working to start off with rather than having to get the solution of bringing people in. Yeah, again, I think it's going to take a bit of a um, brave approach from government to, you know, here's here's one thing, Dolly, you can start doing. is get, um, The government, to mine, the federal government out of, out of the state, out where I am, but um, let's get them, check, get those employers checking up. They, they, all these people that apply for jobs, you'll get fruit pickers that'll apply for jobs and say, yeah, yeah, I'll come out on Monday or I'll, I'll give you two weeks of work pick, fruit picking. They never turn up. They never intended to. They just get the it, the, the form ticked so that can show that they've been applying for jobs when they never had any intention to do it. They just, they, they've learned all the tricks of staying on the dole. How about you go back to those employers and say, mate, did this fella ever turn up? Because he said that you didn't give him a start. Yeah. And wouldn't even start. And he says, no, he lied to you. Then you go back and take the dole off him. Yeah. He's been lying. But no one's chasing that stuff up. That's one little thing we can do to start getting – a lot of these lazy Australians that um, have, you know, now just uh, addicted to that welfare, uh, and we've got to change that for, for their good and for our good. Like, it's no good for them either. Uh, I don't think it's a healthy way of lifestyle. So um, that's one one area where um, we could be brave in government and start start trying to get our own people um, back on the on the tools because yeah, yeah, we it's, need to do it's it. It's an affliction. We are in a real real issue, and I don't want to be negative on my first day back, but there's been some real concerning traits. And as you say, if we don't make some changes and stand up, our country is at real risk of losing the fabric that it was built around. And that was hard yeah. work, and that and that's honest. Yeah, you know, it's so. And you know what, mate? You know who's a big big loser in all this is small business. Like no one is ever sticking up for them. There's a lot of big business got a lot of representation. When I say small business, you're talking about farms as well. You try, you know, those fellas trying to get workers, and they're they're the ones carrying, you know, like yep. if it's if they can't get workers, they're doing the work themselves, and yep. they don't get hold of You get, you know, cane farmers. They'll be sitting on bloody harvesters till three a.m. in the morning and working bloody seven days a week just straight because um, burning out because they just can't get anyone. And then there's people sitting on the arse in town that. Um, you know, like I said, getting those forms ticked and cheating the system. So that's something that can be tidy up. Unbelievable. Hey, really appreciate your time this morning and thank you so much for being with us. Um, yeah, you know, like obviously oh, you're man. a big part of our show and uh, you're a regular on it, but we have a huge challenge this year and we're going to yeah. make sure that we really uh, front and centre and obviously a huge part of uh, what we do is raising awareness and trying to make some change and really represent people uh, in the bush. I'll, I'm not oh, going to yeah. even bring up the health issue because that's a whole nother can of worms and I'll yeah. be talking about it later, but it is just we are in tough times. No, I bloody appreciate you bringing this stuff up, because there's not a lot of platforms we can take on the government. And yeah, just bloody appreciate especially on the rural stuff, mate, because um, we, don't, we don't have a lot of voice, so I appreciate having you there. 
Really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Uh, We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland Today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.